Hey, how you doing? I'm so glad you can join us. And we are kind of walking through a series to start our year out that's very simply called Follow Me. Uh, those are the two words that Jesus said to the disciples as he was recruiting them to be fishers of men. And, and I love that. He just simply said, follow me. He didn't spell out what all they'd be doing. He didn't spell out why they should do it. He didn't, he didn't do that. He just simply looked at them and said, follow me. And they did. Um, was there something charismatic about him? Well, probably so. But I think there was something in the way he said it. And so we are disciples of Christ. Uh, we, we find ourselves followers of Jesus. And so Jesus has said to us, follow me. You may be watching this and faith is something you're exploring. And, and maybe it doesn't make any sense that they would stop what they're doing and just follow a man. Or maybe you're somebody who has walked away from faith. You've been hurt by church. You've been hurt by maybe the toxic uh, uh, environment of the church that maybe you were in. Maybe it's just been something that wasn't very pleasant. Um, and so you're saying, well, yeah, I, I want to follow Jesus. I, I just don't want anything to do with the church. Well, I want you to, I want you to listen today as we are in the second series of, uh, of our lessons on what it means to follow Jesus. And, and we're kind of looking at three themes. We're looking uh, following, uh, following Jesus. We're, we're looking at three ways. First of all, being with Jesus. Secondly, acting like Jesus. And then the third one is loving like Jesus. And so we have six different uh, messages that are along those th three themes. This is the second message in the first one of being with Jesus, following him. And so this is a story in the book of Luke where, uh, where Jesus is heading toward Jerusalem. He's about to head into the last week of his human life and going to be crucified in a little over a week. And so he's on his way to Jerusalem. The Bible says he set his face uh, toward Jerusalem. This was a mission for him. And so he stops uh, just outside in Bethany, about six miles from Jerusalem, and he stops to be with dear friends, Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. They were brother and sisters. And they lived together, and they had some type of relationship with Jesus where they were close friends. And I'll tell you something I like about that. I love the idea that Jesus had close friends, that he wasn't an island unto himself, you know? Yeah, he had the 12 disciples, and that was a mentoring friendship, no doubt. But he had close friends that he could uh, enjoy being with and have supper with and laugh with and maybe relax with. That would be Mary and Martha and Lazarus. And can I just say during this COVID situation that we're in this season, that none of us are islands. None of us do well being by ourselves. You know, somebody will say to me that, wow, well, I'd, I'd love to have more friends, but nobody reaches out to me. And I would just simply say that, hey, are you reaching out to people? Are you, are you just waiting for somebody to reach out to you, or are you doing something about it? And being able to um, have somebody that you can laugh with 
and somebody you can share with and, and somebody that is going to care about you for who you are. Those are really important relationships. And uh, I think the book of Proverbs, there's this proverb that says, he that has friends must show himself friendly. And so I would say, are you reaching out to anybody? Are you trying to get to know your neighbor? Are you, are you trying to get the people at work to know them better? Are you, are you reaching out to people that maybe are in your sphere and circle of life, whether that's a church family or, or whoever it might be? And so uh, I will say a great place to find community is in a church uh, where people are doing life together. We call them life groups, where, where people are able to spend time together or, to, or they can have a meal together. Uh, they can uh, read scripture together or pray together. Doing life outside of church where they have a picnic together or go on a hike. These are all things. These are different ways of doing uh, doing life together, having those friendships and connections. And so uh, as we follow Jesus' example, developing long-lasting friendships um, with people around us is so important. It's what Jesus did, and it's what he wants us to do. But then really, this, this lesson, this story, uh, it, it kind of unfolds where Jesus, the disciples, they end up at the house and um, he sits down. The disciples are there. Lazarus is there. Is there? And Mary, one of the sisters, the Bible says that she sat at his feet and heard his word. But Martha was busy scurrying around trying to take care of getting the meal ready and, and she didn't have time to sit with Jesus. You know, both these ladies and Lazarus, they loved Jesus. They were following him. They believed he was the Messiah, that he was the Savior. They, they believed all of that. But how they interacted with Jesus and with other people, it was, it was kind of interesting. They're different from each other. Uh, uh, and so Mary uh, simply sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word, listening to him, uh, maybe asking questions. And, and just taking the time to, to, to do that. Martha, she meant well, but she was so distracted. She kind of missed the point. And the, and the Bible says in the story in verse 40, Martha was distracted with much serving. In the King James Version, uh, this, this sentence is, but Martha was cumbered about much serving. And what's interesting about that is that uh, she walks up to Jesus and she says to Jesus, hey, don't you care that I'm in here all by myself? Don't you, don't you care that my sister has left and gone into the living room and is sitting with you and I'm trying to get dinner on the table? And uh, tell her to help me. <laughs> this is a grown woman talking to Jesus and saying, hey, tell my sister to get in here and help me. And uh, sitting with Jesus was not even on her radar. Uh, she, she had far more to do in her mind than to just sit and talk with Jesus. So she's kind of a martyr, you know. Uh, uh, she's cumbered about much serving. You know, I can hear her thinking, 
Oh man, I cleaned this house by myself. I bought the groceries at Food Basics. These 12 hungry preachers are showing up and I got to feed them. And, and um, I'm doing this all by myself. Lazarus left his underwear on the floor in the bathroom. I just, I'm doing all this all by myself. You know, kind of a martyr. You ever feel that way when you're serving? That those around you just aren't, they're not working hard enough at work like you are, or they're not doing enough in the neighborhood to help people like you are. Do you ever find that? Do you ever see that attitude take place? Well, that was Martha. She was kind of a martyr. And um, she, she loved Jesus. She served him. But she just felt the weight of the task. I, I think care is good and it's proper. But you know, I think she was, I think she wanted things to be perfect. Ah, perfect, right? And I want to remind you today, for some of you that are watching this, uh, the perfectionism that you strive for, it is a rope of sand. Um, what you do, what you say, how you go about things, it'll never be good enough for you. And I, I just, I see Martha kind of like that in trying to serve Jesus. And maybe, maybe you've kind of gotten hurt. You've gotten your feelings hurt because you've, you've tried to do this so perfect and others around you didn't quite see it the same way. And, and you've just been cumbered about in serving Jesus. Well, here we have Martha, but here we have Mary. The Bible says that Mary was sitting at his feet and uh, listening to him, interacting with him. Um, Mary had the right idea. She was a servant of Jesus, not a servicer. She, I absolutely believe in this story that she was going to help serve. She was going to help set the table. She was going to pour the drinks. I think she was going to do all the things that, that Martha was thinking needed to be done right now. It's just Mary had a different priority list. Mary said, you know, I'm okay. Uh, dinner can wait. I, I want to sit with Jesus. I, I want to talk to him. The relationship was more important than the actions, than the, than the task at hand. And I, I just want to say today, wherever you are in life as a believer, can I tell you, Nothing beats the connection that Jesus wants to have with us on a daily basis. He wants to connect with us. He wants to hear from us. He, he wants to, the, the word of God is, is the words of Jesus, his teachings especially, of spending time in those and learning and hearing what he said and how he taught and his stories of life. Uh, he, he wants to speak to us. He wants us to connect with him. He wants us to talk to him. And that that's even more important than the task at hand or the, or the Sunday morning at hand or, or the ministry that maybe we volunteer in. Um, nothing beats the connection of relationship. And Mary majored on the relationship. I, I just want to encourage you today that there's so much to be done uh, in the kingdom of God. There's so much work to be done. But can I remind you today that nothing is more important than connecting with Jesus? Sometimes as a pastor, 
I've gotten so busy where I thought more of ministry. Ministry was more important to me than the Jesus of the ministry. I've gotten so busy doing the work of the ministry that I neglected the Jesus that the ministry is all about. And maybe you've done that too in your life at some point. Well, I want to encourage you today that God is calling us to be a Mary and that he's calling us into relationship with him. Um, so Jesus, we, we see him unfold this great love, um, enjoying that Mary wanted to savor the moment with him and that Mary wanted to hear the teaching. And um, Mary said, you know, my day is full, but I absolutely want to be full of you first. And so as we kind of finish up this lesson today, I want to encourage all of us here that our faith, that our walk with the Lord, that as we step up to serve Jesus, I hope that we will, in the midst of that, follow Jesus and uh, connect with Jesus. That's what it's all about. That's why it's so important. And I, I think today that there's different ways to do that. Uh, I'm going to give you three examples that may be a help to you. Uh, maybe it's a little new to you in trying to connect with Jesus or have this devotional thing going on. There's three ways, many more than that, but I'm going to give you three today. There's a great app you can download on your phone or tablet, and it's called Version, And it's got a lot of different versions of the scriptures. I think one of the best, uh, I love the, the uh, New Living Translation. Uh, it, it's just very accurate and yet down to earth. I love the uh, ESV, the English Standard Version. Uh, it, that's a very word-for-word -word translation from the original language. There's a great paraphrase uh, that's called The Message that Eugene Peterson did. And it's a great paraphrase of, uh, of understanding the teachings that Jesus was giving. Um, it's all there in the U version. Then there's a, a great devotional called Lectio, that's L-E-C-T-I-O, Lectio 365. That, uh, both of these are free. Um, you can download the app for it, and there's this 10-minute devotion that comes on each morning, uh, seven days a week, and it's a powerful 10 minutes of kind of combining meditating with, with um, uh, of the Word of God and thinking through different principles. It's powerful. It really is. And uh, there's beautiful uh, worship music uh, playing behind the person giving the devotion. It's about 10 minutes long usually, a little shorter on Sundays. I, I invite you to try that. I love Lectio 365. Uh, it is my favorite part of the day. I listen to it in the mornings. Uh, sometimes even before I get up, I'll just, I'll have it right there on my phone and I'll listen to it. It's a great way to start the day and think and pray. And then if you like uh, your visual, you like to read something, uh, you can get this online, but you can also order uh, what's called the Daily Bread. It's a great devotional thought with scripture that'll come to you every day in a little booklet. You get it month by month. Uh, those would be a great way to sit at Jesus' feet and to hear his word. It's a great way to start the devotion. And um, 
Seeking to be a Mary this year is just determining to work on connecting with Jesus as we follow him, as we serve him. And I hope that this is an encouragement to you as we look at how to follow Jesus in our own personal life day by day. It's really great to talk to you today, and I hope you have just a a great rest of the week. If we can ever be a help to you, you can reach me very simply right here in the comment section below in Facebook, uh, or if you're watching this on YouTube, that's fine. You can reach out. My email is very simple, pat at waynefleet, B-I-C, Dot com. If you'll uh, if you'll do that, I hope I said it slow enough. Pat at WayneFleetBick.com. Uh, reach out to me, answer questions, I any prayer requests, any way that I can be a help to you. It'd be a privilege to do so. Have a great week. So glad you stopped by. Take care. <music>